eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to another edition of Restore the Floor with Evan Jenkins. I'm Stoney. And uh, Ev, before we get to our special guest, uh, this team has won less games in the calendar year 2023. Six than the Detroit Lions, who have won nine this calendar year. Which is crazy to think about. Man, what were the odds of that, that then at the start of the year on one of those draft books or whatever? It, it, it's unbelievable, and, uh, you know, they have not done well since uh, Weaver took over, but it's even before then. Dude, it's hard watch. It really is. Do you realize since, two, since the 2007-2008 season, they've been over 500 once. As an organization, and that was the year with Blake, and they went to the playoffs. Maybe. No, I, no, I think they were they five five hundred that year. <laughs> the the year was when they lost to LeBron and Cleveland in four straight. Oh, okay, but man, even the game against Denver, you thought that they had it, and then they didn't. And you see Reggie Jackson and KCP just doing work, and I'm like, what am I watching right I now? It's just it's it hurts, man. It hurts because I was so convinced that they were going to be competitive, which they are in a lot of games. Yes. Until the fourth quarter happens, and then the other team pulls away. But let's just hope that there's you know some positives coming our way, and hopefully you know our guest will enlighten us on some as well. Yes, indeed. So uh, James Edwards of the Athletic uh, joins us to talk about his beat, Detroit Piston basketball. All right, we're joined on Restore the Floor by the uh, beat writer for the Detroit Pistons for The Athletic. He does great work, and he has been with us before, James Edwards the third. How you doing, James? I'm doing well, Stoney Evan. Appreciate you guys having me on. We, we appreciate it. I know you're doing better than the team that you cover. Yeah. Uh, look, they've lost, what, 12 in a row right now. Uh, Something like that. Yeah, Monday night, you know, the choker gets thrown out. They don't have um, Jamal Murray. And the Pistons still lose. Is this as bad as it's been since you started covering the team? Because I'm stunned it's this bad. Um, that's a good question. So it's hard to it's hard to say that, right? Because I've covered <laughs> veteran teams that we all just kind of sit there and know nothing's coming to this. Um, at least you're like out there and it's a bunch of 21 year olds, right? Like you, you can watch development. You can watch, uh, growth of individuals. Is it in terms of losing games? I mean, last year was pretty bad, like no Cade. Uh, you're kind of just watching guys like RJ Hampton and, hmm. and, and Kevin Knox play big minutes. 
this year it hasn't been losing streak aside. It hasn't been terrible, but uh, it's definitely like I mean it's it's hard to it's hard it's it's hard to sit through I guess. But it's certainly I don't know. I, I feel like other teams I've covered maybe that were better in record were were harder to watch. Now, one thing I've noticed from watching the first, what, 15 games of the year or so is the lack of consistency from, it seems, every player and even the coaching staff. And what I mean by the coaching staff is the consistency in minutes. And, and that might still be a feeling out process, but are you, like, sensing the same thing? Just you don't know what you're going to get day in and day out with anybody? Yeah, I mean, I think I think I think that's fair, and I think that's to be expected, no, like, because of the injuries, their second oldest player is 24. Their starting lineups younger than Michigan State's starting lineup. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're going to get inconsistencies from the players. And then when you got a bunch of young kids, and some of them are messing up, Monty just throw all he can do is throw in other young kids. So, I think they're just kind of searching for answers until some of the veterans get back. Burks just got back. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Bogey's back in the next two weeks. Wouldn't be surprised if Duran's back in the next two weeks. Um, could be sooner. But I, I definitely think that's fair. I think there are a lot of players and the coaches are searching for answers, but I think a lot of that is because, I mean, I know everybody's tired of hearing it, and I know they are, but the team is very, very young. It's, uh, like I said, they're younger than Michigan State, and that's not like hyperbole. Uh, you can Michigan State's opening night lineup had – Three twenty-three-year-olds or two twenty-three-year-olds. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You're, so you're right. Oh. I, I I think it's something that people. I know it's tough to keep in keep in the back of your mind, but again, my job is to be under, be understanding of the fan base, but also try to uh, properly evaluate the situation. And I know it's hard for for fans to do that, but that that is the. I mean, that's the 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 situation that they're in right now. Well, you talk about player development. Let's talk about Cade. Uh, there have been games where he's been really good, and then there have been games where you don't know you know, how anybody could think that this guy's going to be a, quote, superstar. I, I know a lot of it is he needs somebody else with him to help with, with, with floor spacing, but there's been so many games where games on the line almost, and he just takes it to the hole, which I appreciate, but he can't finish. He gets shots blocked, and it's just that – it thing that we thought we were going to get this year hasn't been there. Is that fair? I think it's definitely, like you said, it's coming ways, right? Um, the, I, I don't think any of the criticism you said is, is unfair by, by any means. Um, I, I think that was kind of the one thing if people had questions about Kate is his lack of explosiveness. He's not a fast player. He's not a high leaper. Um, and, and when that's the case, those situations present themselves. I think that's why Last year, before he got hurt, if people remember, like he was really settling into his mid-range. Um, he was negating a lot of those those block shots at the rim because he was he was getting comfortable in that that kind of ten to fifteen foot range, and he was able to knock down shots. And before he went out for the season, um, was able to be very effective. I know people remember more so the first few games he of that season, but the last four or five, he was really good before he got hurt. Um, and I. Again, I hate to like play devil's advocate, but this is his second season. Technically, um, he's figuring things out. It's not like the roster is great, and it's not like he's the roster should be to blame for some of his mis- mis- mistakes, right? Like some of these turnovers are really bad, 
And um, I just think that it's everybody's just in a weird funk. I think that, like you said, like there are athletic limitations with Cade, and they do show in, in instances like attacking the rim. Um, but I also think that's a guy who's realized he doesn't get to the free throw line is trying to get to the free throw line. And last night got there, shot 11 of them, made 11 of them. Uh, but again, the turnovers come back to haunt the team. Now, when when I watch the pre- the post game press conference, it seems like they're very very aware and they're not being naive of who they are and where they're at in this season. But you being so close, going in the locker room and everything, are you seeing that their confidence is still there? They're like that's not sinking at all, is it? Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. No, not, not at all. And that's kind of one thing... One thing Troy has talked about throughout this rebuild, and I think one thing people are missing is uh, I think if you were able to be a fly on the wall when him and Goris had those initial conversations, I think everybody came to the understanding that this would take a while. Um, I think we talked about it last time I was on here. I've talked about it a bunch. Like They started from rock bottom. There was no... Paul George to trade like Oklahoma City. There was no James Harden to trade like Houston. There was no Nikola Vucevic to trade like Orlando had. Like this was straight from the bottom. And um, when you do that, you got to get lucky in the draft. And they got lucky with Cade, but have kind of been unlucky since in terms of getting higher draft picks. Um, But what he did say is one thing that was important to him during these early stages was to get guys who could handle what was to come. Mm Mm-hmm. They they all anticipated that there was going to be rough the the first three four years first three years of the rebuild. Um, I don't think they expected it to be this bad in year four. But again, they haven't had their full team for the I mean the vast majority of the season. But it was important to have guys who could handle that right. And Isaiah Stewart, Kate Cunningham, are they pissed? Yeah, they're pissed, but they're not like they're doing what they can to keep the team spirits high. Like I think the only game this year that I walked into the locker room and it felt like a funeral was the Portland game, which it should have. Yeah. They blew a 20-point lead or whatever like that. Um, that was bad. That was the one game that felt like a funeral. Other than that, guys are obviously not happy, but I think they do have a good support system there from from the players on up, uh, the leaders on up, and I think it resonates. I think it does. But I thought it was important, too, that what Kate said in Toronto to me the other day was, we need to quit saying we're, we're almost there and we're mm-hmm. close. Like, we're bad. We're bad. Um, and I thought that was the – I think that was a good step in the right direction and needed to be said. Are um, are we finding out that Ivy and Cade can play together, can't play together? And does he have a deal with Monty at all? Because it seemed from afar he was in the doghouse, not starting, not playing a lot of minutes. What was that deal? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm still. I think we still got to iron out if they can play well together because they didn't play well together in Toronto and they played well together last night. So um, it was. It's, it's still very much a feeling out process. I think it helps when Jaden's able to shoot the three ball well, uh, which he did last night and did not in Toronto. He attacked the rim last night. 
um, and, and did it with purpose. Um, in terms of just his relationship with Monty, I think I think the big thing is, and Monty won't won't come out and like say it directly, but I think he thinks Jaden because of the situation the Pistons were in last year, like picked up bad habits, uh, whether that's not making the right pass at the right time, forcing things, whether that's not knowing what to do defensively or where to be defensively. Um, and I think he thinks highly of Jaden, and I think because of that, he calls them non-negotiables, right? Like things that, like, I'm teaching you to be here when this happens or you should know to make this read when this happens. And that's when I think Monty really kind of tugs on the leash a little bit, right? It's not the – if a guy's playing hard and playing bad, he doesn't really – put them in the doghouse for that. It's when you make things that make mistakes with things that, that he knows that they go over each and every day and that they practice. And I think that has kind of been the root of why uh, Jaden's minutes were lower to start the season. Now, one guy I know the fans are hard on game in, game out is Killian Hayes. Now, I know I started off by asking you about the lack of consistency, but when I look at Killian Hayes, he's one of the more consistent players that I see out there game in and game out. What, do you think he has earned the trust of the coaching, and do you see the same thing when when I talk about consistency in his play? Yeah, it's weird because I agree with you that you kind of know what you're going to get from Killian, but it's, like, still not enough. Right. Right? <laughs> so, like, I understand. I think the big thing with people with Killian is just the lack of the lack of scoring, right? Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's what really gets to people. But like you said, like, the kid doesn't turn the ball over. He competes defensively. He's not. I think he's an overrated defender, but he 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 tries, and I think he's a better off-ball defender than he is on-ball defender and trying to navigate screens. But I think you know what you're going to get from him when the shot's not falling, and if the shot's falling, that's a bonus. And I think coaches – like, listen, I understand why people are frustrated with Killian, but I also understand why coaches like him. Um, like if you've played basketball, like, you know, the guy that like is going to make the right play nine times out of 10, um, is going to take care of the basketball and is going to do right defensively. Most of the time, like coaches just tend to play those guys. Right. Like, that's just what it is. I understand that. Um, so I do agree with you in a weird way that like he is consistent and it's funny too. It's like everybody. And I'm, I, I, and I was in that camp as well. I wrote multiple stories about, kind of signal, singling out his lack of shooting and I think getting somebody in there in the starting lineup that would bolster that and give defenses more to focus on than just Cade would change things. And listen, they Killian was out against Toronto, Jaden started, and they had their worst loss of the season. So, um, I mean, listen, I know people think they know how to coach, but and uh, I, I write stuff where I, I maybe signal that I, I, I would do something different, and we see what happens when that ha- when in that instance, right? So, yeah. Well, we, we mentioned Troy Weaver, and every we we all love Troy. I love when he comes on uh, the, the station here. But you know, numbers don't lie. There's 62 and 189 since he took over. There have been missteps in the draft, I and mean, everybody has them. But you know, bringing back the corpse of Joe Harris, or not bringing back, but just getting him here. A lot of things that a lot of fans think. Uh, should have been handled differently. I know the extension that he agreed to or signed doesn't really start till even next year. So as long as this continues to go bad, there's no danger for him losing his job, and, and should there be? Yeah, I mean, everything I've been told as of right now, like there's no hot seat. 
right? I think this was supposed to be year, be the year that they they showed they could put together a cohesive roster. And listen, guy, again, I know people are listening. It's like, shut up, man. Like we want <laughs> we want a good team, but they've been injured, right? Like, and it's not like guys have been like constantly injured. Bojan Bogdanovic hasn't really missed games in his career. He missed a bunch last year. That's because they stunk, and there was no point in playing them. Monty Morris doesn't really miss games. Now, everybody wants to talk about the Joe Harris thing, and I understand that. Like, listen, like, I think they kicked the can down the road another summer. Now, I, I think it's hard to judge if that was the right decision until next summer, right? Like, I don't think you can go another summer kicking the can down the road. Like, next year has to be, whether it's trade or free agency, like, you have to do something, I think, um, unless this team just gets healthy and ends up making the – a crazy run as things stand now if everybody comes back healthy and they're still like not in competition for the play-in then I think you have to do something semi-drastic this summer with the roster but I I also just kind of look at what were the alternatives this summer right like Cam Johnson everybody wanted Cam Johnson a lot of money and he's only played six games this year yeah I don't think people checked in on, on – and that was kind of – I know that the Pistons had interest in Cam, and then I learned that there were concerns about his injuries, right? And you know what? Who who did they hire this summer? His, his former, former coach. coach. Yeah, exa- exactly. So, so giving $100 million to a guy who would get that over four years and has only played six games, and it's not like – the guy misses like five, six, seven, ten games a year. Like we're talking like twenties, right? Yeah. So then, do you bring back Jeremy Grant? Listen, I don't. I think I know this city pretty well. Yeah, we didn't want him. And I think right, I think right now people would welcome Jeremy Grant. But if you tell if you're if you're telling me that in this summer, if the Pistons would have got close to what Portland got after the Jeremy Grant experience, and, and and I like Jeremy Grant as a player, but part one of Jeremy Grant led to them getting the number one pick. You're lying. You're yeah. just you're lying to yourself. Final thing, so, uh, uh, Assard, yeah. does he have a shot at uh, not rookie of the year, but he'll be on the all rookie team, and he should be in the slam dunk contest. By the way, he's he's been better than, yeah, I, I'm, I'm than most people thought, right? Yeah, no, he gets up. He's and I actually have a story coming on him on Friday. Just kind of like we talk about unicorns, and we talk about these big men that can spread the floor and and put the ball on the deck and block shots. Like we refer to those guys as unicorns, but. I, th- I did the, the in preparation for my story. Only two players in NBA history who have played 50 games have averaged. Who are I'm sorry. Who are six foot six or shorter have averaged 10 rebounds, 1.7 blocks, and 1.2 steals in 50 games. That's Charles Barkley um, and another older gentleman, last name Gurr. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember his name. So he's doing things that you don't really see. Um, and he just has to clean up some stuff offensively. Like I, I think he wins rookie of the month this month. Uh, he's just got to be. He's just got to clean up stuff offensively. Like I, I, I see superstar potential in the kid if, if things click offensively. Like I think he can be that good. Well, good news is the Wizards are here on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, is that good news? <laughs> I, it better be. We'll find they, out if it's good news. They, they better beat the Wizards. Because they're, they're although knowing knowing the pisses like Jordan Poole will go off on yeah, for, for sixty with 40. one assist or something. <laughs> no, I better not hear about one person putting any money on the Pistons money line when they play the Wizards. That's all I got to say. <laughs> James, thanks a lot. Love reading your stuff, and uh, we'll see you down there. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yep.